excellence in sports entertainment. Pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. The good bad guys of wrestling podcasts are back talking all things of the week that was in professional wrestling. Myself, Kevin, and Joe are here. Jason has the week off. Uh, The reason why he is off is Jason has a clause in his contract that he must have food from sheets at the latest every six months. So he is back home enjoying that. Mm. He'll be back next week. We've got just a a few couple of shows left before the end of the year. we got some fun things planned that I'm sure we'll get into next week. Uh, But guys, I mean, the years, it's almost over. The holidays are, I guess, in full swing. Are are you guys, are you feeling the holiday spirit yet? Are you guys ready Christmas shopping? Any of that stuff yet? Absolutely not. Nope. Yeah. Not feeling it because it's still like in the forties and fifties in the Midwest. So it mm-hmm. doesn't, definitely doesn't feel that way. And the only people I have bought presents for are you three. Yeah. So my wife, my wife has even said like, Oh, it's great that you got the guys gifts. We haven't bought anything for me. I'm like, <laughs> it is funny because Laura said the same exact thing. She's like, you realize we don't buy each other gifts, but you spend X, X, X. Yep. I, I'm guilty of that as well. I <laughs> we're all, shared, all right. See, shared we're all what guilty. I spent and everything leading up to this week was uh, we're mm. not really doing gifts for ourselves. Right. And then we've kind of relented a little bit, but it's not going to be overboard by any stretch. So, oh, no, we um, sat down, set a budget. Yeah. And, Good. like, you know, my wife has it, has the tradition of her family throughout her whole life was uh, always the 12 gifts of Christmas. So, like, Oh, Even wow. if it's little things, you're still opening 12 items. So like one of them could just be like, you know, a Snickers bar, like if money yeah. was really tight at, in her house. So it would always feel like they uh, the kids always had something to open underneath the tree, 12 items, yeah. the 12 gifts of Christmas. So That's it's a just good a tradition. matter of it. It just ma- it's just a matter of what the budget is each year of what you're doing. So, so Mr. Baller, what'd you get this year, Baller? Oh yeah, get those well, new you know, Jordan ones. Well, well, she's in That'd the be other Jason room. On the so, show. oh yeah, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to give up that she got slipper socks size small. You know what I'm saying? Very nice. <laughs> well, you got slipper size size double XL, right? Yeah. I said for her, not for me. No, <laughs> hopefully for you, you're getting something. Yeah, me. Uh, I think mine would be a XL double XL. Yes, but for her, it would be yeah. small child's large whatever (laughs) well we'll see in a couple of weeks i'd say probably highly unlikely that our respective spouses provided us with wrestling shirts for christmas maybe maybe we took care of each other when we had the gift yeah a couple of weeks i doubt it she says i have too many yeah unlike jason who says i have too i don't have enough well speaking of wrestling shirts what are we wearing tonight fellas What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? Yes, that's exactly right. It is time for what are you wearing? Um, I'll start this off. Uh, this gentleman, <laughs> Kevin is peeking because he has not seen mine uh, since since we 
hopped on prior to recording. Um, he closed out SmackDown on Friday after the fantastic World Cup finals between Ricochet and Santos Escobar. I'm talking about Gunther, but I've got the Walter shirt. I don't have the, my my Gunther version uh, that I, I made the one time when his name changed, if you guys remember that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you put like a uh, tape over it. Like what was it? I duct did. tape? Yeah, I had painter's tape and I did a marker and yeah. letters <laughs> Gunther. Um, so yeah, I was not ready to do that tonight. Um, but you know, we're gonna have him in Ricochet. I, I think that's not this week. I think it's the following Friday. Well, I uh, fear man, that match Ricochet. was fantastic. That was yeah, it, no doubt, but that uh, was a lot of fun. Uh Kev on the yeah. So last last week I have rhyme and reason. So I'm I'm wearing shirts I haven't worn yet this year. Last week I finally wore the uh the edge shirt that I bought at SummerSlam. And this week I'm wearing the classic SummerSlam shirt that I've owned, I think, for about uh a long time because I think it was a Royal Rumble win. Oh uh, right. uh FYI that one ago, of you guys yeah. one of you guys got for me, but then just you know the year took over and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna wear it around SummerSlam. I want to wear it for the first time around SummerSlam. Got lost in the closet, uh, because you know, we're balling on shirts. And uh, then I looked and I'm like, oh, I only have three more shirts I haven't worn all year. So perfect timing. Great time. I, I yeah. still December I still, SummerSlam. I still think about just how much fun we had uh, in, in the city of Nashville. So great opportunity to wear it. Joe, yeah. what are you wearing? Well, I, I remember the first time I wore that shirt that you're wearing was at your house. Oh, on the way to SummerSlam? Yeah, it's like I have the, yeah, on the way to SummerSlam. Oh, okay. I am wearing my uh, 2022 MJF shirt. I mean, I'm wearing my my 1984 Hot Rod white ringer tee. I wore this because I knew Jason wouldn't be here. And he's like saying that I only buy like the, you know, popular (laughs) shirts. And I know no one's ever bought this shirt, the white ringer tee that says Hot Rod. But I'm calling it the MJF 2022 shirt. So that's what I'm wearing today. After Wednesday's I've always dynamite, wanted yeah. that shirt. Well, it's it, fun fact. Oh, oh, this is a top shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a top ten shirt. It's like you know this Macho Man purple, and either Hulkamania and like yeah, like I have all of those. Yeah, yeah, those are classic staples. That if you think you are a collector of wrestling shirts, you don't go without those. So. That's, yeah, that's you don't. Do you own a hot rod shirt, Bry? No, no. Either I do I. No, but, not he really does, but he does have wrestling a... shirts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, I probably have like Brian, I probably have a not... legitimate like twenty four, which is uh, amazing. That's pretty good. That's a but, case. You have a right, case of wrestling shirts compared to um, wait. You have tw- you have twenty four. I I'm I'd calling shenanigans so. on this one. I want to. I want to. I want a list. I'm gonna go the under. Okay. I'm going with the under. All right. It's, it's got to be more than like 16, I would say. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll do the count, though. We'll we'll find out. We'll see who's close. Well, I think the last time I counted, it was 48. Oh, OK. Yeah. And and yeah. Kevin, I'm guessing you're the over on that one. You have more than oh, 48. If I if I actually counted the shirts, I have part of like T-shirt blankets that I've. Yeah, I've those I've don't count. Over they don't, they, they yeah. don't count. If those did no. count, I would I would probably have over a hundred. Like if uh, I I'm probably gonna my, say I probably I about, my wife. I'm gonna say I probably have about 55, 60 guess. Okay, so we're close. So maybe Kevin, I'll I'll put this idea to you now because I, I know I mentioned it to Jay last year and I think he kind of shrugged it off and it never never happened. We should do for March a 
met like a, a bracket NCAA tournament bracket of your shirts. I want you to give them seeds and we're going to have the fans vote on our Twitter on which is the best of your shirt collection. Since you have about 64, you might be able to pull it off. We, we should each pick 16. A sweet 16. A sweet 16 each. No, each 16. And we see is that because you want each. Brian to be involved. But we say like my one versus Brian 16, my five versus Jay's uh, 12. Yeah, and there's then, something there. Yeah. And then ha- let's think about this. this the, shirt, be- the shirt March Madness. But I will say this because I, I, like I know Jason's going to listen. He has a secret shirt in waiting. He might wait as his number one seed. That might be the overall one seed. And I'm I don't not know just if saying that yeah. to make him happy. Well, I'm Jason, he's he's going to say he's going to win no matter what. Yeah, we've heard about this shirt. I don't know if it's going to make Pretty an appearance good. at the Twippies. Uh, there's been rumors about that, but uh, he has not confirmed or denied. Um, so we will have to wait and see when the time is right. Apparently, it will be coming. So when I hear of this ultimate shirt, I'm just picturing when he was in a store or opened the box when it got delivered. John Travolta opening the briefcase in Pulp Fiction, and it was just the golden <laughs> orb that was on him. Yeah, and he just goes. Yeah, we good. And then yeah. closes it. That's what I picture when Jason saw this infamous shirt. So, Kevin, it has to be that good. It's pretty good. It's been built up. So I, I, I feel like a lot of times when he does build things up, it does deliver. So I'm I'm certainly coming in optimistic. But this is being built up right. like uh, yeah. Avatar Way of Water. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, which in is theater post- soon. Yes. Boom. If it's anything like the first one, it will be visually amazing, but the yes. story will be garbage. Pretty much. So on to the world of wrestling from this week. Um, let's start things off. We're going to look ahead, uh, talking about the Royal Rumble and, and WrestleMania too, because we know the rumor it's been out there for a long time of at WrestleMania in Hollywood, Roman Reigns versus The Rock. That's been the rumor that if they can get Rock to do it, that's the match. We wondered if this match is going to take place and, and how would it come together? So the latest rumor that's being discussed is for The Rock to win the Royal Rumble and then challenge Roman at Mania. Uh, guys, I'm sure we all agree Rock and Roman is as big of a Mania main event as you can have, right? There's no question about that. But what do you think of the idea of The Rock, presumably a surprise entrant? I can't imagine they would say... You know, the rocks in the Royal Rumble, <laughs> he wins the Royal Rumble. He challenges Roman for the championships at WrestleMania. How does that idea appeal to you? First of all, if the rock is going to be in the Rumble, they promote it. There's no way the rock can be a surprise entrant. You need okay. those subscriptions. The eyeballs. You need, yeah, that's fair. You need the eyeballs. There's no way. If he's in it, they're going to have him be a surprise. The Hurricane's a surprise. Carlito's a surprise. (laughs) The Rock is promoted for a month. Okay. Well, do you like that idea? Let's, I mean, let's say that's the route they go with. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No, I don't like it. I think it's, I think it's like, I thought last year's Rumble was terrible. Both the men's and the women's. If you get the Rock winning it, first of all, he'll be promoted. So that means he will win it. And there's no, what I love about the rumble is anyone can win. Mm -hmm. This will take away that the majesty of it. And I'm, I won't be into it again this year, but I'm hoping that doesn't happen. 
The, yeah, o- the only way I like it, the only way I like it, Cody at 29 and or 30, The Rock at the other number. The uh, We haven't seen a dual winner, right? In a oh, long time. Yeah. To touch the right? floor at the same time. The only, because you, you, if Cody comes out at 29, you know that place is going to go crazy. Rock comes out at 30, you know that place is going to go crazy. Even vice versa. Right, because at thirty, you know something's something hot is going to come in at thirty. Someone, if if neither of them show up prior, thirty is going to be Cody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Uh, but if they both win, then it's like I want to challenge for night one of WrestleMania. Boom, who comes out next? I want to challenge for night two of WrestleMania. That would be pretty cr- crazy if if Roman wrestled both. Right? Yeah. If it's if it if it's not. But I do not want to see The Rock winning. I don't. There's, a, there's. A I don't. Slight, I don't. Period. Kevin, there's one thing you have to add to that. If not, it's a slight flaw. If Cody challenges for one night, Rock challenges for the other, Cody would get set night one, and you know it's a guaranteed loss because Rock and Roman have to do the last match of the night, the whole show. Now, if the way that that can work. Is if it was you get to challenge for one championship, the other one challenges for the other. No, that's what I mean. Championship, you do. But that way, it makes more sense that Cody could win, get his Mm -hmm. WrestleMania moment on Saturday, and Roman could retain against The Rock on Sunday. There's that could save Mm -hmm. it. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be for both belts. No, 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 no. It would be because if it was, then it's separate the belts like they did with Yokozuna. Where it was, yeah, two matches. You knew he was going to beat Lex Luger. You knew he was going to beat Lex Luger. Oh, I thought you were talking about Vegas. Where no, not that. I'm I'm talking about WrestleMania 10. WrestleMania 9 doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. There's not one redeeming match on that card, so nine doesn't exist. We're just talking. Yeah, where you at, doink? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen, I've seen that floated around. Where where you at, Tanaka versus Shawn Michaels? Yeah, it's it's because so I listened to uh, Busted Open earlier this week. And, and I heard a whole lot about like pros and cons of the rock. Right. And I heard, yeah, bring him back. Solo will bring him back to go against Roman. Let's destroy the bloodline. Oh, let's do this to destroy the bloodline. Let's do this. And I'll say this, man. LaGreca brought up a good point. He's like, why do you guys want to destroy the bloodline? It's the best thing going. Truly yeah. don't destroy it. You put a little kink in the armor of having a Roman lose a belt. Perfect. Don't have him go out on his back against The Rock. The only way to do that, if The Rock comes back, is to have Roman beat him. Not my original thought, right? Because I heard it go on for an hour when I was traveling for work this week. And it was just really good points of like, you want to push this to one of the best factions of all time? Boom. Have The Rock come back and have Roman pin him shoulders on mat. Boom. Which I think that would be the great direction to go in. Um, I don't. I don't love the Rumble idea because months ago I remember we kind of talked a little bit about this of like how do you get the belts off Roman if if they were thinking about that for WrestleMania how do you split them up or or whatever the case. Well, time's running out, right? The Rumble is next, so um, so I don't like it because the Rock and Roman doesn't need the belts because it's not realistic for the Rock to win. So. Here's here's my idea, and tell me what you guys think of this. Um, here's what I propose. Somehow, 
Sami Zayn wins the Rumble. He kind of wins it accidentally, you know, however that happens. The bloodline turns on him then. Sammy decides to forget waiting until WrestleMania. I want my shot at Roman at the Elimination Chamber, which is in his hometown of Montreal. So he's going to okay. have the huge it's we're going to get we're going to get Roman and Sammy in Sammy's hometown. It's going to be a great atmosphere just like it was for um Drew versus Roman in England. Roman does win, but when the blood da- a bloodline is beating down Sammy, if you smell hits, Rock comes out, makes the save. So now we got Rock and Roman at Mania for the championship. It just feels more personal than just like surprise mm-hmm. entrant or just winning the Royal Rumble and I'm going to WrestleMania when you haven't been there at all. Do you guys like that idea at all? No, I, I, I think it's fun. It's fun, but it's like this one thing. It's like if Vince was still in charge, you got a screw job again with Sami Zayn, the hometown hero and the championship. Yeah, right, Ring right. the bell would happen. Right. With Triple H in charge, uh, a little bit more optimistic on that one. Because the first one you said, Montreal championship, hometown. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. I think something's happened there before. If you, If I Fair. remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't but, even thinking of that angle. I was thinking more of just, you know, hometown boy and and that we finally you, have the split. See, and let's see. You see Triple H reliving that because he not was involved in it. Yeah, yeah, no, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I just think, yeah, Rome, you know, it doesn't have to be a screw job in the traditional sense, but, you know. And why do we have to? Why do we have to have the bloodline turn on Sammy? Why do we have to Uso Ference? Yeah. Yeah. Why do we have to have the bloodline back. turn on Sammy? Didn't we just say that we wanted the bloodline to keep going because it's a hot faction? There's one thing they yeah, haven't done no. yet, which could which could give it some legs. Turn them face. Have them face heels. Yeah. No, the you're, heel you're... the locker room is sick of them and they all the heels all get together like you know, judgment <clears> day and cheat mm-hmm. to try to cheat the championship off the tribal chief. Now you have a bloodline that is protecting their family instead of trying to take over the business. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not against any of that. I was just thinking about that Montreal Elimination Chamber show and how do you get such a big spot for Sammy? So that's kind of where that came from. But yeah, nothing about that bad. Nothing about like turning the bloodline. Am I like, no, you have to. Absolutely not. Because like you all said, it's going so good. You took it right out of me, man. You took it right. Out. I was literally about to do that. So this is something uh, came earlier today. And uh, shockingly, um, I did, when I prefaced it in our little pre-show chit chat, the guys were like, what news? What news? The news is about Sasha Banks. And here is the news, guys, as Kevin, thank you for the breaking news sounder. I'm here all day. He, PW Insider reports that Mercedes Vernado, better known as Sasha Banks in WWE, is set to be at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 17 next month. Mm. It's unknown if she will appear in front of a live audience, but she is being brought in by Japan. Um, back in October, she teased a match with Kairi Zane, of course, former WWE talent who's in stardom, the Japanese women's promotion. And she's the IWGP 
women's champion. So we might be getting Sasha Banks mm. at New Japan. So I guess kind of a, a twofold question, you know, just what do you think of that announcement? And then number two, I mean, I guess, what do you want to see from Sasha? Because they're obviously she's been gone since May. Whether she's under WWE contract, there's yes and no's to that. Obviously, AEW's out there. Oh, by the way, on Dynamite, they just set up a, hey, Britt Baker and Jamie versus Soraya and a mystery part. You know, pick who you want. So maybe right after the first of the year, she's a free agent. Who knows? So everything's up in the air. Guys, your reaction? And just if do you care any direction where it goes? One thing I want to see from <clears throat> Mercedes, right? Otherwise known as Sasha. I just want to see her wrestle. That's yeah. it. Either no That's matter it. promotion, it's all good. I, I, yeah. I, 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 she's been gone. Like, I know it sounds so bad. Her, and I've said this multiple times, her, I want to see wrestle. I want to see, I want to see her back in the ring. Naomi at the same time left. No interest ever seeing Naomi. None. Mm-hmm. Right. If it was Naomi, we're talking about Naomi. I'll be like, nope. See ya. But, but Sasha, uh, no, I, I, I think we all chimed into the Wrestle Kingdom back in the day when, when Jericho with the uh, pain maker, right? Yeah. I remember we talked about it. That was the only one that I truly watched. And I, uh, what channel was it in? I remember exactly where I was. I was in Louisville, Kentucky. So it was at least four years ago, uh, five years ago. Cause yeah, no, maybe yeah, it had to have been five years ago, uh, and I haven't watched one since. It's it's I more think it was of that 2017, yeah. It's it's more of the uh, uh, the spectacle yeah. type situation. So this one, if I if I have it free on TV, shoot, or I, I think it's like the replay I watch. I don't watch it. Yeah, live. they'll they'll put it but on access. I think it might have been. Channel. I think it was access TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll definitely watch. They can't bring her in not to wrestle. There's no way. She's got to wrestle. It can't be no backstage dumb thing. She's got to get in that ring, have people uh, politely cheer when they do great moves, uh, you know, just the fun stuff. That's what they do. Yeah. Joe? Um, I don't know. Conflicted because women typically don't wrestle in New Japan. Didn't they right. just start doing difference. that back in like August? Exactly. Like this is relatively new. So it's like, I guess this is a way for them to establish a women's division, Mm -hmm. but it's like, is she, I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted. It's uh, I'm going to do the typical, see, see where it plays out. Yeah. I guess I'm not going to say sign more guys or sign the right guys for this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's, whatever she goes, she's going to make an impact on, on some level. The part she's of the going to impact Yeah, breaking news. Uh, Wait, uh, really? <laughs> it's uh, who is it? She's, uh, she's going to make an impact. and It's going to be dynamite. What? She's going to AEW. <laughs> Wait, did you say W she's going to NWA? It's Stasha Bonks in the impact zone. Did you say Stasha Bonks? She's got Stasha Stasha Bonks. Stasha Bonks. And she's just going to smack some people down. Wait, she's going back to WWE? That was raw. That's the thing is like, I think seeing that she's doing a new Japan thing, if that does end up happening, you know, a year or so ago, you go, oh, okay, you know. Looks like New Japan, AEW for sure. 
but in the new WWE under <clears throat> Triple H, I can't, I can't imagine, or I said, I guess it doesn't seem too far fetched that he would be like, you know what? You're under contract with us, but go do New Japan for, you know, a couple of deals and then come back to us like for the Royal Rumble or SummerSlam, WrestleMania, whatever the and, case. So it's just, I it mean, is a whole lot of like. back Tegan Knox. Well, yes, he, he, I had no recollection, not recollection. She, she was unrecognizable to me when you saw right. her come out. I'm like, they were like, that's Tegan Knox. I'm like, it is. She had like what? five colors of hair. I was <laughs> like, okay, look at you. <laughs> and the crowd you. went. Oh, okay. Same reaction. What I thought was funny about Miles. Yeah. No, what I thought was funny about SmackDown was like going back to that that was when Shayna Baszler was finishing her match and three women came out. She goes, Nope, not touching it. There's three there. I'm not an idiot. Mm -hmm. When damage control's out there, Liv Morgan's like, I'm going to fight all three of you. Give me that kendo stick. Yep. Yeah. That's my girl. What? She's crazy. That's um, your girl. Uh, yeah, I thought well, I'd give you I thought I'd give you some props on that. And then Tegan Knox of all people helps her out. Yeah. Yeah. Did see that coming, but hey, she's she's a, a fine talent. But yeah, that was like, oh, okay, that's who you are. I literally had no recognize recognition of who that was. Um, Kevin, how about one more breaking news sounder on this one? This is just came across my desk. <gasps> Just talking Fair about no the expense of TWP. Yes. T- talking about the elimination chamber a moment ago, a one day sellout of essentially over uh, nearly 13,000 tickets sold for the first day uh, for awesome. elimination chamber. So yeah, again, you got to put Sammy in some big spot, Kevin Owens in some big spot. That's going to be an amazing scene coming up. Oh, they both uh, have February to be 18th. in the chamber. Well, right. I mean, again, we'll, we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to see. But if there's a chamber match for the men, then, yeah, you'd have to figure they would be playing some part in it. Um, all right. So very cool news there. Uh, the other news that was uh, very interesting and confirmed this week, William Regal uh, officially released from AEW. He is heading back to WWE. Um, Tony Khan, he made it official. The rumor had been going on really since last week. And he made it official in the conference call that he did to promote the Ring of Honor final battle, uh, basically saying that Regal came to him, said he wanted to go back to WWE. His son is a performer in NXT, Charlie Dempsey, which I heard about, but wasn't completely sure that was the truth. And, um, and, and basically, you know, he wants to live out his, his final years as a, a wrestler in his career in the wrestling business um, back with Triple H and back with WWE. Um, Tony admitted that this was tough for him to do because obviously he's been a part of a a huge angle with Blackpool Combat Club and just had the whole thing with (laughs) giving MJF the title uh, at full gear. Uh, The one stipulation that he did say is that he cannot, uh, he'll let him out of the contract, but you can't appear on WWE TV programming for one year. So presumably it's just a backstage role, coaching, and the like like that um then along with that they had him be written off on tv on dynamite wednesday night if you guys saw they did that pre-recorded uh interview with tony shivani where basically he kind of foreshadowed that hey if something happens to me which what it was it was with mjf the week before um basically saying that you know my last lesson i could teach these guys because these guys 
you know, other than Yuta, they, they, they got everything going on. They don't need me anymore. Um, is to always have eyes in the back of your head. So all that being said, there's a lot there. What did you guys think of how, first off, Tony handled the situation and granting Regal his release? And what'd you think of that TV angle? I thought that was really good uh, on Wednesday night. I, I thought it was, I thought it was crafted nicely. Right. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was, It, it was like a present ripped apart with a little bit of tape on it to kind of make it look a little bit nicer with, you know, helping MJF win the title with the, with the knocks and then using the excuse, right. Uh, of why it, it, it still worked. Right. It just wasn't perfect, but one year off TV, <clears throat> we're almost 2023. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the bidding war of 24 starts. Exactly. Yeah. But if they wanted to make Regal behind the scenes, if MJF truly made it to WWE at that point, have That'd Regal somehow, because wrestling fans will remember, right? That's that's the beautiful thing. Yeah. We don't forget. We don't forget. We don't forget. If it's like, oh, and MJF just plants the seeds. If he's smart, he ain't going anywhere for, for, from AEW. And Tony won't let that cash cow leave. That's the thing. It, that, it truly will be a bidding war. But it kind of plays into a nice little MJF's going to keep talking about it several times. Several times. But I thought it, I thought it worked nicely. I think Tony Khan saying no TV for a year. Good play by him. Regal, Regal is a great not just personality uh, behind, behind the camera. He's such a coach behind the camera. He doesn't even have to say anything. Just, yeah. just the, the look of him on screen, especially with his son, you know, being in NXT and not being out there. That's probably part of why Tony kind of mentioned that as well. So he doesn't like accompanying his son to the ring or let's do some, some vignettes of him training his son, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it was a win-win on both sides. Tony okay. actually did well joe i'll start with your first question which was how did tony handle it tony can't handle it uh respect for him he did the right thing i think most more people should do that it's like it's weird in the wrestling business that it's the one job where i'm not happy at this position i'd like to give my two weeks notice no, we're going to keep you for three years, <laughs> right, but I'm right. having mental health problems. And I thought this was, I thought the grass would be greener and I want to try to go back to try something else three years. And now yeah, we're not going to put yeah. you on TV. Ha ha ha. Very well. Okay. Said. But I'm really like, so he did the right thing with Regal. He doesn't do it with anyone else, but he did the right thing with Regal. Yeah. Now the angle. I think it was poorly done. I thought it was bad because it doesn't like it was so obviously thrown together last minute due to Regal leaving that Mm -hmm. they didn't they didn't play this out like writing a good mystery is the characters don't change. Right. And it's Shivani who ruined it. You can't go from, oh, by the way, I recorded this secretly two weeks ago. But when he turned he was playing it off like it was Hogan turning on WCW again and it was like calling Regal every name in the book. And I can't believe you aligned with him. No, you can't do that. It was obviously a last second okay. thing. And that okay. that video was dumb. 
I like the. I think it would have been better if they just had the attack because that makes MJF look dumb. It's not going to do much for the Blackpool Combat Club except for establish that they're still staying t- t- together. But I don't think it did anything for Regal. Oh, I'm I'm going to be with you guys forever. It's like you didn't die. You just left the company. I didn't. I thought. I thought the if anything should happen to me, play this. That's such a cheap tactic and like oh, the worst mystery stories ever. I think the last time that happened, uh, they took the mask off it. And it was Old Man Carruthers of the amusement park who would have got away with it too if it wasn't for those kids. Maybe that's so, why I liked it. Damn dog. <laughs> I I think I think it was a. I thought it was when I watched okay. it. I went, this is bad. If they're fine with it, it's like, but why change the true villain into like the sweetest old guy in the world? Yeah, Mm-mm. it doesn't make sense. It, it you change the character, and that is like mystery writing one one. Don't change the character when they turn. It should have been predicted the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, th- I think that's fair. What do you think, Brian? Because you you, I want to hear a little bit more from you because you said you liked it, but I want to know why. Yeah, I I just thought it was a creative way. Like Tony teased it in a match or so earlier of like, by the way, I've I've you know got something with Regal a, a little bit later on, and then when they they came out and did the uh, the interview, um, that's when he revealed it. So I was like, okay, yeah, how how are they gonna write him off? And yeah, the the injury angle of being loaded into the ambulance and taken away and never heard from or seen from again. That's been done a bajillion times in wrestling. So I thought it was interesting to finally get the the answer of like, yeah, why did you do that? Why did you do that? I agree, you know, in retrospect, it does seem a little sloppy of the like, you know, hey, in case something happens to me and, you know, I'm a bad guy. So wink, wink, it's probably going to happen. I, I guess in retrospect, it does seem a little sloppy, but I thought it was it was different uh, compared to just, yeah, the typical of like, Oh, Regal got injured and taken to the ambulance and never heard from again. So I, I thought it was a little creative on that part. The other part, though, I, I, getting back to the uh, releasing of the contract, and I saw some people online say this, and I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Um, so he's released to go to WWE, but again, no TV for a year, which, you know, he's obviously been so great on AEW TV. As the NXT general manager, he's been fantastic. It's interesting that WWE can maybe release somebody and they have like a 90-day no-compete. Uh-huh. And then after those 90 days, you're free to do what you want. But he threw in this one year of like, you can work there and that's cool, but no TV. And so it was kind of like a, uh, you know, now I kind of see both sides on it a little bit of like, well, why don't you just give them a a release of no conditions because this is what he wants to do. But uh, yeah, I was, I was all ready to have a topic of like, so what do you want to see Regal do? Should he manage his son or NXT or, you know, a main roster thing? And then it's like, Oh, well that's not happening for a year. So I thought that was interesting. Right? Do you guys? think the hall of fame counts as no TV? Cause that is Boy, a premium event. That's just I, on the streamer. I thought about Does that. That Joe? count. Yeah. Actually, William Regal is not allowed when he comes back as Willie Raggle. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. <laughs> or a man's man, William Regal. Oh, my. Yeah. Steven Regal from back in the 
Steven Regal, yes. No, yeah. I think uh, that's shit. my only thing. Like, yeah, no, he wants good. to do the behind-the-scenes things, and I think that's a smart use of his time. It's just sad when they say one year, because I would have rather had it be 11 months so he could announce War Games for Survivor Series, yeah, yeah. his rightly place on television. I'd like to see, to keep his name in the forefront, give him a Hall of Fame this year. I think that's but the way to go. would that count? Would yeah. that count? I, w- I would say... I would say that would not count because that, I would that, say it wouldn't count, but yeah, that's an, that's an honor, you know, being stowed upon him. Um, Cause remember Billy Gunn got to go to the hall of exactly. fame. Exactly. AEW was just launching. It's like, yeah, here's a, here's a cool thing for you because of your career. So, you know, I would think that they would play nice in that instance and not like pull some sort of, you know, Hey, you're broke our agreement card, but uh, nevertheless, yeah, we'll we'll see how that comes out uh, once he's uh, officially in the company in 2023. Quick things on Monday Night Raw. Um, couple of takeaways. First off, Solo Sokoa is completely channeling Umaga now with the the Samoan spike. He's got the the tape and everything onto Riddle. He took him out. He did that chair around the head and like the whatever you want to call that into the turnbuckle corner. Uh, Riddle looks like he's going to be done for a little while. I thought that was really cool. And uh, they had a couple triple threat matches to set up Bianca's challenger. Uh, the winners, <laughs> Bailey and Alexa Bliss. We've had some more uh, little teases of Bray Wyatt involvement with Alexa, more, more flashing things on the TVs behind her. And uh, she teased doing Sister Abigail in the match. Guys, just thoughts on Monday Night Raw? Anything stand out to you? I thought I thought Solo with the spike was great. It it, it made him, you know, you know the Umaga spike. <clears throat> excuse me. Was was monstrous, you know, when it led up to the with the Samoan drop and then the spike. He looked nasty. He looked like he looked like a powerhouse. There's a huge difference between Solo and Umaga. Umaga moved so fast, but he was so big, yeah. right? Solo, little bit. He's strong. He's he's beefy looking. But when you're like the security of the bloodline, and you're slightly bigger than an USO, you're not as big looking as Roman. You get some of those like with the with the Samoan spike in there. You know, it, it makes you look a little bit more aggressive. Not not a dig against Solo, but I thought it's gonna it's gonna heighten his uh the security of the bloodline look. Raw was all right. I think it was all right. Triple threat matches were good. Mm-hmm. Joe, I I wish they would have got rid of the whole JBL poker tournament. Oh, I felt bad. like that oh, dragged really? the show. <laughs> I felt like that dragged like the show that. down to twenty four seven championship type uh, segments. I feel like this was a for the first rare miss for Raw in months, and it would have been better without mm-hmm. the JBL tournament. It just it brought nothing to the table. Yes. But anyway, uh, I like the triple threat matches. I think they were once Bailey won, it was really obvious that, that Alexa bliss was going to win the main event because Bailey was going to cause Becky to lose. So, yeah, but so just because it was obvious doesn't mean it wasn't the right call. Yeah. Solo yeah. going off on riddle. I feel like riddle needs this repackaging. He needs the time off. Because since Randy's been gone, he's been 
he's been floundering. He's, well, he really hasn't been since, doing anything since uh, Seth, you know, he beat him at extreme rules in the fight pit. And, you know, that's that's a could be a career defining win of beating Seth. But Rollins. Seth is the one. Who, but the Seth is the one who went the most over. Exactly. So, yeah. So it, it was definitely like it, immediately into this Elias program, which I'm you know sorry to mm-hmm. Elias, but that's a step back. So yeah, yeah. So maybe some time off will do uh, do Riddle good. Maybe he comes back for the Rumble or, or something to that effect. Um, but you know, Joe, I I think your criticisms not so much specifically on the poker tournament, but it's interesting because of WWE not having a pay per view premium live event until the Rumble. So it's like we got some time to kill, right? So I think they they're kind of maybe coming up with some grasping of straws of different ideas to kind of just get through these next weeks before we actually start to really build for the Royal rumble after the start of the year. Oh no, I get that, but they could yeah. like treat raw. Like it's a actual premium live event on basic cable. Yeah. I mean, Hopefully they do how many times point. we have to see Ali lose? Yeah. It's, it's, it's getting to the, it was, it's rehashing. I know you're saying like, we don't have any, we like we're on the payroll. We're not. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's nothing planned until the rumble. That's the next big event, but why not treat this as must see television for the next couple of weeks? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Especially cause um, you know, that's what AEW is doing like next week with their winter is coming. They have a special episode, right? So, you know, I think, I think they could take a, a clue from them into maybe, you know, boosting a show to to have a little bit of a PLE feel just on a Monday night. Yeah, so. Just call it, just call it instead of Night of Champions, you can call it like, you know, Clash of Champions. They sure like to bring those back and it's yeah. have one night of Robbie and all the championships are on the line. Have Roman face Braun Strowman on there. Why not? I mean, you know, he's not going to win, but at least it would make it seem like it'd be a value, viable uh, opponent. Yeah. And it's like, it's something that could just be fun. It could be fun to watch. Yeah, no, agree. We'll see if they play that out here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but we do have a couple of wrestling big shows this weekend uh, for, for fans of these brands. We got NXT Deadline that's coming up on Saturday night. Uh, the card, we got Apollo Crews and Braun Breaker. You got the New Day, who appeared on a Tuesday night yeah. show, versus Pretty Deadly. <laughs> And then we have the men's and women's Iron Survivor Challenge match. The uh, winners receive future NXT title shots. We have Axiom, Grayson Waller, Joe Gacy, Carmelo Hayes, and JD McDonough. And for the women, Zoe Starks, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, Wendy, and, oh, excuse me, and Kiana James and Indy Hartwell. Um, I mean, guys, what jumps out to me, it's obviously New Day coming to NXT. That was completely <laughs> completely out of nowhere. They've been bringing out some main roster talent. Um, but I think, you know, if you're going to put them in a title match on a premium live event, I think they have to win, right? I mean, you can't not have the New Day win. We're both going, what? go ahead. Sell it's me like, on it, guys. Sell it, me on it. It's like having The Rock beat Roman for the championship. No, it's not. Because they can be the there new every day's just, week. The Don't New Day's that. just there to... The New Day's there to build them up. Yeah. Unless it's unless it's a New Day is this year's version of Dolph Ziggler when he was NXT champ yeah. around this time right, last year. Right, for like year. a month or two. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like in the tag team rankings, New Day is just way bigger than Ziggler. 
Let me. Let me it ask is. You. Yeah. So I we'll, can't we'll, see them taking a loss. That's my we'll, point. It's like we'll go half, half the, half the entire NXT card. It's a. Who do you think will win more? New Day, beating Pretty Deadly, mm-hmm. or Apollo? I understand Apollo is NXT. He's not on the main roster anymore. Yeah. yeah but he yeah. he came from the main roster. Or Apollo beating Braun Breaker. Which do you think is more likely? I think both have a chance, but I, again, I kind of said it. I think you have to give it to New Day, and I'd be very surprised if they were to lose, and I can't see how they would lose. So, yeah, that's my I think most likely it would be, out of the two, the more likely one would be New Day winning. Okay. And I I agree. I I agree. I don't think Apollo has any chance in hell. Okay. Okay. no, 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 no. It, it, I, and to be honest, I think New Day has a slight, small chance above Apollo to win. Uh, but if it, it, pretty deadly, like they're just one of those tag teams. I, I, they're all right. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But if they decisively beat the New Day, it kind of propels them a little bit stronger. The only bad sure. thing is if they beat the New Day, New Day go back on the main roster, getting beat by an NXT team. That's that's the tricky thing. So they. Pretty deadly will win by cheating. That's the only way okay. they'll win. That's the only but way. New, but New Day has lost to everyone in this past year. They lost to the Brawling Brutes. They lost to the Viking Raiders. They lost to the Usos. They're mm-hmm. still over with the crowd. People are still some, New Day rocks. The New Day can lose for two <clears throat> years and still be over with the main roster crowd. Oh. So that doesn't matter. Hold up. Breaking news. New Day is now known as Bad Day. Oh, come on. Come on. You're no better way. New Day rocks. You're better than that. No, I meant they haven't won. Bad yeah. Day. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like that's you have to that's what they're it. supposed to be doing right now. Sad Day. Or my day is It's sad a sad day. day. Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. And then they like they slow down the theme music. It's like, oh. In other ways, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Roxanne Perez will win the, the women's match. Okay. And, uh, I, I really like her. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious how those matches will play out because of all the rules and everything. Yeah, I, I still don't get we'll the see. rules, but yeah. she'll win. We'll see if it makes uh, any more sense after we, we've seen it. Uh, and then, yeah, Ring of Honor final battle. Uh, I did find it interesting that with the Tony Khan conference call that he did on wednesday earlier on the day um <laughs> all the questions not one person apparently asked about jericho and claudio for the championship it was a lot of just you know what's going on with ring of honor when's the tv coming and how's it been with aew all that stuff so um here is the card and this is a, a four o'clock show um they just announced uh, of course, along with uh, Jericho and Claudio, that uh, Claudio would have to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, we are getting the Ring of Honor Tag Championship, the Tag Team Championship, in a double dog collar match of FTR and the Briscoes. So that sounds like insanity. Uh, Daniel Garcia, Wheeler Yuta for the Pure Championship, Mercedes Martinez and Athena for the Women's Championship, Samoa Joe Juice Robinson for the Television Championship, and the six-man tag team championship, Dalton Castle and the boys and Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony. Oh, and I can't forget, 
uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. I know Jason, if he was here right now, would sing all of the praises for Shane Taylor. He He's said about him since before Ring of Honor closed. So I know he's probably very excited about that one in particular. Uh, but guys, you know, I've made no secret that I'm kind of over Ring of Honor being on Dynamite and Rampage. And, and I'm kind of just in this holding pattern of my interest until television comes uh tony did say in his conference call that he he uh you know would have an update after the uh, final battle card i I believe they'll be doing a press conference after the show so maybe we'll have some clarity on that next week um but guys anything again catch your eye of interest to you on on how this card is shaped out for ring of honor it it looks like a ftr and the briscoes yeah that's that's what i was gonna say it looks like a fun card yeah. top to bottom, but that, that tag match. That's it. It's a, I'll, I'll, it. I'll watch the, I'll look at the results after the show. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the yeah, thing. We're, we're not ordering it, Jason. Sorry. No, uh, I think I saw it was 40 bucks and it was like, uh, wait, I'm 40, 40 bucks on a Saturday afternoon for uh, a, a brand that doesn't have its own show. And it's <laughs> just like, I'm sorry. Um, I did like to, I think on Dynamite, when even Mox finally admitted, like, at final battle, the Combat Club and the Jericho Reaches Society are done. I was like, yes. Thank you, Jesus. We've been watching them since <laughs> May. Enough. It's been five, it's been six months. Right. And right. it's, it's, shouldn't blood and guts have been the end of it? <laughs> right. That was like June. that was like the very beginning almost, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, keep, like that was supposed to be the end of it. Well, let's just keep it going. What's that? What's that um meme from Titanic of the old woman? Like, it's been 87 years. <laughs> it's been 87 <laughs> years. <laughs> since, yeah. since Inner Circle broke up and now it's they're the same thing, and they replaced uh Santana Ortiz with those two doofuses. Right, right. 2.0. Let's move <clears throat> on Ring of Honor. Yeah, please. 2.0 and like Hager's stupid hat that's not over at no, all. The hat, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. It's I, a bad day. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thanks, Kevin. That's not that's yeah. not gonna get over, Kevin. No, Brisk, Briscoes and FTR is amazing no matter what. Briscoes and FTR, come on. Yeah, that's yeah, that'll the match. Be, it's like, that'll be cool that they threw that in there at the end of Dynamite. Jericho hasn't been on TV in weeks. He did his like you know, phoner uh of the Ocho here, and it's like, oh, you'll be a great sports entertainer. No, he won't. He wasn't a great sports entertainer. Claudia's right. a wrestler. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't need to see him in this society either. You're right. Let's just move. No, no, that's yeah. Let's just, because here's the thing. Claudio loses. That means a Blackpool combat club and Jericho appreciation society has to continue. You'd think so. Yeah. No one wants that. No one, no one, no one. Uh, Pro wrestling illustrated revealed their top 10 tag teams of 2022 speaking of tag teams yeah speaking of the tag teams and we we don't do well we're gonna have our twippy awards the second annual um coming up uh in a couple of weeks we we don't do a tag team category so i, I thought this is one is worth a uh, a look over and get our thoughts on it uh number 10 violence is forever uh, i'm not too familiar with them honestly uh number nine the hex from the nwa Number eight, the Young Bucks. Number seven, the Good Brothers. Number six, RK Bro. 
Uh, number five, Hazuki and Kaguma from Stardom. Uh, number four, the Death Triangle. Number three, the Briscoes. Number two, FTR. And number one, the Usos. When you guys saw that list, who's who's uh, properly rated, who's maybe overrated or not ranked and should be on there? I would have bumped the Young Bucks out of the top ten and put the Acclaimed in the spot. I, I completely agree. Uh, that, 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 that would have been the only one. Young Bucks didn't do anything of note too much in 2020, not compared to the Acclaimed. Mm-hmm. So the Young Bucks would have dropped out. RK, bro, they haven't been around for a while, but their first half gives first them half that spot. And, yeah. they, and they put them at six. I would have put them at 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. they deserve to be at a top 10 spot. But yeah, acclaimed in the top 10, maybe nine or eight. Young Bucks out of there. The only reason they're in there is because they're pro wrestling favorites, illustrated favorites, and they were the top team last year. You don't they go were. from number one to out of the top 10. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to check out Violence is Forever. I feel like they are yeah, a GPW potential, maybe uh, yeah. somewhere, in the, especially since they're they're listed as what freelance. That means like freelance, yeah. free agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Briscoes are also no, not affiliated. Is that too? Yeah. But but I but we know what the Briscoes. You know, They've been a ring of honor. We've, team. we've seen yeah. them. We've seen them uh, on a variety of shows. I've never heard of yeah. uh, violence. Uh, violence is forever. Or the stardom crew. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm going to have to go check it out. But I think I think number one and two are well-deserved. Usos, yeah. if you want to put Usos as number one, they've been golden. If you would have told me we saw them at, uh, 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 was it Hell in the Cell? How many years ago was that? 2017. 2017. And they were still, Five years still ago. one yeah. of the best tag teams with the New Day. Five years later, if you would have yeah. told me they would have been better I would have been like, yeah, okay, but they they're golden. They they yeah. they well deserved, absolutely well deserved. FTR number two, well deserved. I would not have changed one and two. And number yeah. one is is the Usos are where exactly where they need to be. Yeah, I, I think you could have probably flipped a coin on those top two, and you know you wouldn't hear an argument from me on whoever it comes up with. So I think they right. got that right. Um, I, and I, Kenny, and Kenny, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Kenny actually tweeted when that came out, and he said, uh, I believe he said something like, well-deserved mm-hmm. to the Usos and yeah. number one. So yeah. that's, that's huge. Nice. That's, that's big. That's nice. That's nice. I I also give some good consideration to the street profits on that list. You know, again, some of those teams we're not exactly super f- familiar with, but uh, I thought they had a really good year for the most part, just being that team that just could not get over the hump uh, against the Usos though. So, um, but yeah, otherwise what about the alpha Academy then. Yeah. I mean, they, again, kind of first half of the year, right. You know, they were raw champs. Uh, I think they had a good WrestleMania match. I can't remember. And then it seems like lately they've been the, I mean, I mean, in ring they're the fantastic yeah they're a comedy team now though they're always doing backstage hilarious stuff um god the uh the the um what was it the halloween episode of raw when they did <laughs> the swayze farley chippendales Saturday oh that was so good it. <laughs> it was amazing that was so good so yeah i mean yeah that I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, hesitate to throw them on there either, you know, thinking about what it. about swerve in our glory top 20 
Yeah, okay. I don't think they don't deserve top ten. They I didn't just, think so either. But they kind of were a flash in the pan. Yeah, yeah, they were champs, and then it kind of it kind of they were know, they were down. that they were that team of uh, let's just put two guys together and see yeah. how it works. It yeah. doesn't work all the time. It works with the new age outlaws, but yeah, that's about it. No, it was fine. I think you know, obviously, the acclaim really caught on on the latter part of the year. Um, so maybe that's why they didn't make the list. But I mean, clearly. They are so over right now with the AEW crowd. It's it's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, solid all around. Um, that's gonna bring us to this week five count. As we said, we are we're getting into we're trying to get into the holiday spirit, and uh we're we're gonna be doing in a couple of weeks our own gift exchange on the podcast. So that got me thinking for this week's five count. How about this week we do five Christmas gifts that wrestlers need? <laughs> works is we each thought of five wrestlers and we thought of a gift that they would need for this christmas kevin you seem like you're chomping at the bit to to give yours i i am i am excited and i'll start off with number five <laughs> i'm excited <clears throat> too all the male members in judgment day mm. i will give them some new eye makeup okay <laughs> like that Number four, a little bit nicer. Some, I'm gonna some gift guy liner. I'm guy yeah, liner, I'm gonna yeah. gift the Usos and the Young Bucks, uh, just because I would never buy them for myself because I'm cheap and I couldn't afford them. I would uh gift them some new Nike Jordans. Okay. Now I now back. I get a little now I get a little meaner. Uh Ali, I'm gonna gift him a new repackage because he's lame as hell. Damn. Uh number number two, uh Ronda Rousey. I'm gonna gift her a new personality. And number one, not wrong though. Number one, this is actually kind of nice. I'm going to gift a new set of teeth to GCW's own Nick Gage. (laughs) You could give him uh, some dental insurance, maybe. Yes. Okay. Delta Dental, Nick. Delta Delta Dental. Dental. It's good. Kev, be careful. The MDK gang's going to come after you with that. Remember, he is a friend of the show. He thinks our podcast is awesome. Oh, shit. That's true. Yeah, he's he. If he's happy, hey, whatever you want, Nick. You're you're all right with it. So I started off on the nice list and a little yeah. bit naughty. That was good, Joe. You mind if I go next? Well, uh, you didn't get I my special not, I admission. Do not mind. Nikita oh. Lyons thong. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on. That's a, that's inappropriate. Wow. All right, Kevin. I'll go next. Uh, number five, Excalibur, uh, AEW announcer Excalibur, uh, a spa gift card for a facial. <laughs> number number four oh moss we're gonna give him a home studio so we can learn to be a voice artist because he's got he's got that voice like this <laughs> he's, he's got a future in that uh number three dom mysterio i don't know if they still make these uh, they probably do how about a floby he's got that mullet rocking right now and i feel like the floby <laughs> is just gonna keep it on the level that he needs, uh, but I haven't seen a commercial for a Floby in a minute. Um, the Street Profits are my number two. The Street Profits, we're giving them a Cigar of the Month Club because oh. obviously they want the smoke. Okay, nice. And number one, Nikki Cross. You know, she's taken on that crazy, out-of-control persona. She just needs to chill out a little bit. Let's give her a Kenny GCD 
and a bag of weed. <laughs> What's that riddle running by her? Riddle just yeah, he that's his gift to her. Hey. All right. Joe, you you were stone face. I don't know if you're just disgusted with all these because of the weed or, talk. Stone yeah, face. Maybe so. Nah, hilarious. Can you talk? Uh, I'm gonna friend? be at <laughs> I'm not trying to. Uh, this is uh, this is an honor of Jason for not being here. Uh, can't wait for the five count to be over with when we have when we have things like this. Yes, that was for you, Jason. Soon to be done. Yeah. yeah, this is that was for Jason because if he would have got this, he would have been like, uh, I don't care. So here we go. Number five, Tony Khan, the man who has everything. He's getting LJN figures and the ring from the 1980s mm-hmm. to complete his figure collection he does uh number four mjf is going to get two not one but two gifts oh. a vhs copy of they live and a vhs copy <laughs> of uh return to Frogtown because he is a second rate hot rod there just like is. he was called this past wednesday oh no it was hell comes a frog town see at like those are the two piper movies that i know uh, number three, Dexter Loomis. Yeah, you've been doing pencils for long enough. You're getting some paint brushes. Kevin yes. Owens is going to get a giant stuffed panda bear because pandas rule. And number yeah, one, number one, Bron Breaker. Got to make my list somehow. I think he can find a University of Michigan varsity jacket. Oh, I feel like that he oh. could get one of those. I feel like that with them being in the playoffs and yeah. I feel like he has a connection with the University of Michigan somehow. Yeah. Yeah. He knows a guy at least who knows a guy and who knows a he guy. He knows a guy who knows a guy <laughs> who knows a guy. Yeah. And you know a guy too. You you know a guy who knows a guy, uh, so to speak, uh, on a personal level. Sadly, I know a couple of guys on that yeah. team and it's just like, uh, I'm yeah. a Spartan, but I, I I'm surrounded by Wolverines. They got a nice hospital. <sighs> They do. <laughs> yes, they. Yes, they do. That's all shout, they got. Shout out. To I'm a U of big that. fan of their hospital slash uh, another town. That yes. hospital's huge. Yes. No. No. Completely. And that was and that was my five count, and we're almost done with five counts. Merry Yay. Christmas to all of our wrestlers and to the five count. There. You and go. the gift I'm going to give to Jason. He didn't have to do this five count. So there you go, Jason. That was for you. <laughs> made your five count let us know on social media using the hashtag twp five count all right now before we do say goodbye i uh i made an omission uh in, in my notes talking about dynamite uh, there was just one thing that I, I think i wanted to get our thoughts on the mjf ricky starks promo ricky wins the diamond battle royal he's going on next week at winter is coming to be MJF's first challenger and uh, MJF does what he does. And Ricky Starks gave it right back to him and then some, and I think Ricky's been a guy that we've all thought like a lot of potential there, a lot of potential there to me, this could be one of those that we look back on and say that was his coming out party because he went right at MJF and completely knocked it out of the park. I know, been I, Joe. You've been, you've been, you've been touching too. on it all day here, Joe, about about the the hot rod line that uh, Starks threw out there, man. What'd you think? Well, well, MJF's been called uh, a second rate uh, wannabe hot rod before, but you know when Starks just did the bullet points of oh, rip on the town hometown, check, do this, do that. It's like you're so like predictable. 
Starks was good. It was his moment. It was his time to shine. I loved it. And I love that it's still going down on Twitter. That it's like, you know, they're trying to call him Maxi Pad. Yeah. And uh yeah, and Mac and MJF's just like, you know, oh, that's not getting over. That's bad. And Starks responded to this fan going, I don't know. I think it has wings. And I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're still good. doing it. Like I like <laughs> I like good. that they're uh keeping that together. I just hope it continues. I think it's gonna be dumb when he loses a championship but then goes after the ring. Yes. Yeah. It's like you're fighting for a ring now. It's like that was a that was a they made it work because they had the right guy go over. It was Starks this time. Just bad timing again on AEW where they didn't look at the full picture. Starks gives a promo of his career. MJF does what MJF does. Commercial break, come back. Moxley starts with everyone talks too much. Oh, yeah. You just contradicted yourself. Yeah. No, because that was a long segment. Uh, long it was. It was segment. great. It was great. it was great. Both guys. Yep. Kev? I, I, I love the segment. And just like, uh, uh, and we've all been Ricky Starks fans, right? But similar to what Joe said, like his coming out party, he, he he's great on the mic. He looks great physically. He does great in the ring. Reminds me of like Wheeler Yuta. Remember when he went toe to toe with MJF? Mm-hmm. That made me a Wheeler fan. I'm already a Ricky fan. This makes me excited for the match even more. No way in hell he beats MJF. No yeah, way. I think so, it's just yeah. sad because it kind of just leads him to getting slaughtered. I just don't want to see him get buried. That yeah, that's the I biggest thing. Good. I feel like I feel like I would have rather had a tease, like uh, uh like have him win leading up to a pay-per-view style match, not have him win next week match. Yeah. That's that's the okay. only bad thing. Now, if there's some shenanigans that can run into save Ricky. I, I just don't want to see him get quote unquote buried. Right. But the, the, the promo is fire when you can yeah. stand up toe to toe word to word with MJF. You, you got my respect. So oh, he didn't stand up. He won that but pro- no, promo battle. You win. It, it was like, you, I was watching eight mile or win. He, he but... was B rabbit mm-hmm. and MJF yeah. was Papa doc. He had nothing to say and just did a low blow. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. but that was so great too. <laughs> that was so, I laughed my head off at that. I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. You, you talk he, all he that had, junk. He, he like, didn't have oh, a word. Okay. Bonk right in the nuts. That was amazing. Yeah. That's that what so it reminded cool. me of. Like yeah. Ricky Starks was B rabbit and yeah. MJF was Papa doc. That was fun. I am. I'm excited to see how that match pulls off that week. And that's a good, you know, I, I've seen people online also be like, you know, this could be that, you know, maybe five years from now, we look at those two guys as kind of like, you know, for the AEW era of like rock and Austin, right. Of like these two guys who are just like rivals because that's how good of a start this was. So um, that'll be next week for winter is coming before we say goodbye, quick update on the football picks, Brett opening up a very, very nice lead. Yeah. Uh, he went two and one Harper went one and two. Brett is now, at 21 and 15, Harper, four games back, 17 and 19. Um, I think we have five weeks left of picks. So we're getting to the final, final games here. Uh, this week we had the Eagles and the Giants, the Bucks and the 49ers and the Dolphins and the Chargers. Um, Kev, I mean, again, 
the, 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 it was a three and it could have been two or four. And Brett got it done again with uh, his pick of the 49ers, even with Jimmy G breaking his foot, they pulled and, it out. They did one pretty handily over Miami. So again, to Brett's got to be loving it. Brett could be up 10 games or Harper could be up 10 games every game this season. It's been like, it's been good. You pick, you pick very close games, right? Mm-hmm. Coin toss games. So it's like the kids are going to pick in, in, I love my son to death. He's a creature of habit, right? So it's yeah. like, and and we watch Slime Time on Nickelodeon. Oh. It's it's a fun thing on Thursdays where they talk about different yeah. different teams, uh, and and they just like they show highlights of the week before. So they show like right. Jalen Hurts throwing a touchdown, and it's like an eagle flying through the the the, <laughs> the air, or it's like uh, uh, Tua running around and he has a dolphin head on him. So I'll he, have to look for that. Yeah, that's the best thing about this this season more than previous. He's always been interested, but sometimes he's like, "Show me the, show me what the logo looks like, right?" Yeah. Now we watch the slime time this entire season, so he he sees the teams and he's like, "Oh, they're fun." No, yeah, the yeah. dolphin head, like, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's those it's those kind of fun things. So even if yeah, the, uh, j- judges, judges, hold on, breaking news. Uh, I think Kevin, you broke the rules on the picks. You're not the kids aren't supposed to be doing research on it. It's supposed to be completely oh. at random. <laughs> so that's a two game penalty. Ooh. So Harper is now only down three games, games yeah, instead yeah. of two. It is wow. a final ruling from the judges, not from me, but you're not supposed to be doing any research, kids. It's supposed Damn. to be random. No wonder. So, sorry, he's doing sorry, so well. Kevin. No wonder yeah. he's doing well. He's actually paying attention. So, yeah. So, said this in our text chat this week that uh, the confusion of like logos on the screen that we're oh, watching Georgia football, which is a big G, same as the Packers. And she's like, oh, the Packers are playing. I'm like, oh, no, honey. It's, yeah, it's, it's college football. It's not the pros. So, you know, it's different lo- colors. Lots to learn. Come on, kid. Yeah. Lots to learn. Yeah. They're, Banana they're peels. Yeah. Oh, wait, <laughs> judges. Face. Wait, judges. Hold on. Harper doesn't know the difference between pro and college. That's an extra game for her. Now she oh has a two. My. Now she's only up down by two. So yeah, we're looking good here, Brian. I think Harper's got a chance here. She just gained three games <laughs> based on the the judges. Thanks for looking into the rule book, Joe. Yeah, I, I forgot all about that. I'm not looking into it. It's like they're listening yeah. in on my head. Sorry, I'm just yeah. like, you know, yeah. it's like I'm the ref in the game, like trying to play. Yeah, yeah. I feel like <laughs> we're gonna be like the there. Academy Awards. Wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. No, but we'll <laughs> see. We'll all s- of us. That'll be Saturday on our Facebook page for another week of the NFL picks. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Of course, youtube.com slash that wrestling podcast, all of our social media at that wrestle pod, and what a maneuver.net for our socials. We will be back next week. All four of us, we believe, we will we'll see. <laughs> As always, to be determined when it comes to us. But we always want to say thank you for listening. Enjoy wrestling. We'll talk to you next. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And for more That Wrestling Podcast content, follow at That WrestlePod on social media.